name is Rachel, if we don't know each other, um, and I'm part of the staff team here, and I'm so excited to be sharing today. I am the only person who's sharing this in this entire series that's only sharing on one fruit of the Spirit, which is exciting. I only get one thing to share about, so you get your full attention on faithfulness. Now, I was looking up faithfulness when I started looking at this message, and it says being faithful. I was like, all right, not helpful. So what does faithful mean? And it said full of faith, and I was like, also not exactly helpful. So I started looking up what faith means. And faith means that when you're trusting in something or you're steadfast in affection or allegiance. So faithfulness means being full of trusting in something and being full of steadfastness in your affection or allegiance to something. Now today we're gonna talk about that something being Jesus and how we can be faithful to him. Now, when I started thinking about faithfulness, normally when I think about faithfulness, I think about God. I'm like, he is so faithful to me. You know, he never leaves me nor forsakes me. You know, and I normally think of him as the faithful one and me as the like, you know, kind of fickle one, the one that isn't always so faithful, you know. So this was a really interesting challenge to think about how I myself can be faithful back to God. Now, the faith, we are going to look today at our faith chapter. There's a whole basically a whole chapter in the Bible dedicated to faith, which is in Hebrews 11. So you have your Bibles, you can open it to Hebrews 11. And we're going to go ahead and read verse 1. Verse 1. And it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And then in verse 2 it says, This is what the ancients were commended for. So that is what faith is. It's confidence in what the things that we're hoping for and assurance about what we do not see. And in the Amplified Version, it says this, Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. And I thought that was so interesting, that we can know as fact what we cannot actually see because of the promises of God. Now, when I think about God, I think about how he's so faithful in different trials. He says he's never going to leave me nor forsake me. But how do I be faithful? So we're going to look at one of the examples um, today. Now, I don't know if you guys know, but does anybody know some of the people that are in Hebrews 11? Some of the people from the Bible. You can shout it out if you know. Abraham, good. Anybody else? Noah, very nice. Anybody else? Well, there's lots listed here that we can see. So there's Moses, Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, Rahab, David, So, but before I get started, I wanted to ask you guys a few questions. So I want you to raise your hand, okay, if over the summer you've done these things. Okay, so who over the summer has gone to the beach? Raise your hand. Nice. Okay. Who over the summer has gone into a swimming pool? Raise your hand. Very nice. All right, who over the summer went abroad? You went somewhere out of the UK. Very nice. All right, now how many of you went on a boat? Raise your hand. Ah, quite a few of you. Now, that's going to give you a little hint into who we're talking about today. Who knows who went on a boat in the Bible? Go ahead and shout it out. Noah. Noah. Jesus did go. That's true. (laughs) Not who I was thinking about. But yes, there are a few people who actually went on a boat. There's the disciples and Jesus. But today we're going to be talking about Noah. Noah. Very nice. All right. Now, it says in in Genesis, when when God is describing Noah... It says that Noah walked faithfully with God. What a beautiful phrase. Noah walked faithfully with God. 
And as I was thinking about this sermon, I was thinking about the fact that I want my life to be that, someone who walks faithfully with God. But how do we do that? Now, I'm going to show you a, um, a little object lesson about this, okay? So for risk assessment purposes, I have asked my husband, James, to join me on stage. So James, come on up. <laughs> and James is going to put on a blindfold. <laughs> there we go. You did sign up for this. That's such <laughs> All right, he's gonna put on a blindfold, and basically what we're going to do, he's apparently throwing his glasses off the stage, for hand knows, uh, but we're gonna take him all the way to the back, and I'm going to, only by my voice, lead him all the way back to his seat, all right? But first, let's just spin him around, you know? Let's get him a little disoriented. So go ahead, spin around, spin around, spin around. All right, I think that's enough. We don't want to get you too too dizzy, all right? And you're going to be walking that way. All right, all right, you're going to go ahead and take a few steps forward. There you go, keep going. A few more steps, keep going, keep going, keep going. All right, you're going to want to stop now. One more small step forward. Okay, now you're going to take a big, giant step, and you're going to go down some st- a stair. <laughs> There you go. All right, another step. There you go. All right, now you have another step to go down. (laughs) There you go. All right, now come down. Now you're going to walk forward a few steps. All right, keep going. Keep going. And you have another big step. There you go. All right, now you're going to need to shuffle yourself to the left a few steps. Shuffle to the left. There we go. All right, and forward two steps. Keep going. All right, now you're going to turn around and sit down. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Great job. (laughs) All right, that was a funny object lesson, but really the idea is that God speaks to us, but we can't always see where we're going, right? We don't always know exactly what it's going to look like, and yet God gives us these words, and he is able to speak to us, and as we're listening, we can actually follow the steps that he gives us for our lives. But let's go back to Noah. So in Hebrews 11, 7, it says, By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. Now, Noah had never seen a flood before, okay? We're in the very beginning of times. Noah has never seen a flood. He doesn't know what it would look like. He may probably have seen boats and things, but they haven't, don't really know what a giant boat would look like, okay? They don't have cruise ships like we do now. They wouldn't have known what he was, he was doing. But God tells him to go ahead and build this boat. And God gives him very specific instructions. This is exactly the diameter. This is exactly, you know, how long it will be, how wide it will be. And God gives him very in- specific instructions, and in Genesis 6:22 it says, Noah did everything just as God commanded him. And I was thinking about this in my own life. Do I do everything just as God has commanded me? Do I listen and automatically obey? Noah then trusted God and in his plan. Being faithful means being steadfast even when things are hard. Now, it took Noah and his family quite a long time to build this boat, okay? And if you read the story, they're talking about how people are laughing at them, and they, they do not understand. People are making fun of him because he's making this giant boat, right? Nobody's seen a flood. They don't know what's coming. And yet Noah just is faithful to God, and he obeys him even though he's never seen it. 
And it's estimated that it might have taken him years to build this ark and get it all ready. I don't know about you guys, but when God doesn't answer my prayer in like, I don't know, a few days, I'm like, oh, God must not think that's the right thing to do, and I'm just going to abandon it all, right? But it takes him years to follow through on this plan. And then the animals come. Now, we have some PowerPoint pictures, all right, of some of the animals. Oh, we do not have PowerPoint pictures. Never mind. So we're just going to envision in our minds, okay? So let's think of some of the animals that would have been on this, on this boat with him, okay? We have lions. We have elephants. Pigs. Stinky, you know? We have snakes. I don't know about you guys. I'm not a huge snake person. We have spiders. I mean, then you have also cuddly things like dogs and cats, you know? Some nice animals, some really not so nice animals. And think about how stinky it would have been on this boat. I don't think I would have wanted to be there for that long. Also, he was stuck with his family also in this boat, you know? For a year, they were in this boat. And yet, Noah remains faithful to God's promise. He continues trusting in God, even though it was hard. Even when it looked like he didn't know exactly what was going to happen. He had no idea what it was going to look like, but he continues being faithful. And because he's faithful, God saves Noah and his family. So my question for you today is what are you putting your trust in? Are you listening to God and being faithful to follow it through? Are you being faithful to God? Luke, last week when he was talking, he said, when you hang out with Jesus, we become more like him. And God is the most faithful person I know. So as we hang out with him, our prayer is that we become more like him more faithful in, in our relationship with God, but also more faithful in our friendships, in our marriages. So at this time, we're going to go ahead, we're going to go ahead and you can pray in groups. And I'd like you to just pray about some, maybe something specific that God's asking you to do. Or maybe you want to pray just in general for more faithfulness. So you can just go ahead, take a few minutes with the people who are around you. You can uh, pray with your families or, um, or anybody who's around you. And we're going to go ahead and pray for faithfulness.